Welcome back. Crush a lot podcast. I'm your boy Cheese. If you're listening to this on on the podcast, Apple Podcast, leave a comment. Say it's trash. Say it's great. Say something. Let people know what you think of it. If you're on SoundCloud, go let us know how we're doing or, or hit me up, Crush a lot Cheese, Crush a lot Podcast everywhere. Or you can hit up Kalina over at Calzingus on Twitter exclusively. We want to appreciate everyone who's been checking out our single for our compilation project coming out soon, A Score to Settle. First single out now, link below. SD Knack and Stalker, produced by Flu. Knack versus Nance out now. And if you haven't heard, the album's coming out real soon. It's gonna be, we're going to get you ready for the summer. And we have uh, the who's who's in the, in, in the project. Next single coming out soon, Smack Silly. Produced by Future Wave with my man Smooth on the bars. And speaking of bars, you know I love my bars. You know I love you know I love my Brooklyn hip hop. And you and when I think about Brooklyn hip hop, I think about the summer. I think about walking around in the street being uncomfortable. You shouldn't be comfortable in Brooklyn ever. Ever. Always should be looking over your over the corner over your shoulders. That's what Brooklyn hip hop has always been about. And when I started hearing my man Pup Styles and his music, I was like, I'm uncomfortable. I'm not leaving this house. <laughs> that, that voice scares me. It makes me uncomfortable. And then I knew everything was right in the underground <laughs> world of hip hop. And we're also gonna bring on Ace Face, producer extraordinaire, and if you haven't heard, be, bear witness because the project drops tomorrow very sucio muy picante for my Latinos who like their shit dirty and uh, and uh, spicy my man Bob Face welcome to the Crush Alive Podcast what's popping bro yo appreciate you that was an ill intro appreciate man, it I, my brother I love Brooklyn hip hop I'm going to champion to the day I die. It makes me sad when Brooklyn don't have the crown. I can admit the feat from time to time. I'm happy that your music is out there. State of Emergency is out. Shout out to my man, Spanish Ran. I had a track with him that I'm like, who is this guy? The guy, the guy. Hell yeah. Who is this guy with this voice? This voice of velvet crispiness <laughs> that makes me uncomfortable. How did you get into this like hip hop thing? Because it's like it's not an easy game to get into, especially in you're in Brooklyn and we're around the same hood. Uh, when Facts. did hip hop get into your blood and was like, "Yo, I gotta do this"? Dogs, you know, you know where we from, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, in in Brooklyn, like just leaving the crib it's everywhere if it's not already in your crib you leave the crib it's fucking everywhere you know what i'm saying like all my idols growing up was rappers you know what i'm saying and i think like that generation was kind of the first uh first uh really really look up to the rappers first you know what i'm saying with with all the great lyricists coming out in the 90s and whatnot you know it sounds kind of cliche but fucking yo just 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 being where we from I think I think that's that could be the biggest influence, you know what I'm saying? Um and I always gravitated to aggressive music in general. So you asking why I'm scary? It's cause shit ain't sweet. Cause shit ain't fucking sweet. We're not we're not doing this interview face to face. 
I'm scared. Yeah, exactly. I'm scared. Exactly. I need an exit plan. No I'm still time. scared. I know it's the voice. I'm telling you. It, 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 it's the voice. Um, uh, Ace face. Facts. Nah, we good. We good. You know what I'm saying? No, we can we break good. some bread. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I know a good spot in Park Slope that's Colombian. I think we all know which one it is too. Um, Ace Face, when did you, as a producer, when did you start saying? Because I'm a more of a I'm more of a producer type person. That I have like literally right next to me is my and my MK3. Like, when did you start connecting? Like, man, I want to dabble in this in this hip hop production because production the production changes like every year. The technique, the machine, whatever it changes rapidly. When did you decide to start messing around and putting these things together? Um, to be honest, it was really when I got the first computer I had with GarageBand. It was just free. Like, to me, like, I had always dwelled on beats and everything like that, like, before that, feel me? But I never really, it never really struck my mind that I could, like, make the shit so... As soon as GarageBand came out, that must have been like, oh, five, I was hooked, making the most bullshit beats you could imagine on GarageBand and basically never looked back from there. Thankfully, I've moved on from GarageBand, though. I think everyone could be on GarageBand. I know I have, for sure. Yeah, that's what I'm oh. saying. I, I was doing I was doing stupid shit, like recorded fucking Casio keyboards into that shit, but I thought that shit was lit, bro. I thought I was the new Kanye West college dropout era. I, I wanted so bad to be the RZA, so bad. Like that's that's my. Yeah, dad. I think we all did at some point. And I'm like, I, think I, I have an do. ear for this. I, I I have an ear for this. I could I could put it together, and no, not even close. I I I, I barely could put things nah. together. But it's so much fun putting it together to get some type type of sound. Pub, when you when you were thinking about. Um, doing writing and getting out there, you, you know, you have a natural tone, you have a size that's also kind of unique because a lot of underground rappers are short. Yeah, I said that. I've seen a lot of you guys. A lot of you guys are short. <laughs> a lot of rappers, you see rappers in real life and they always short, bro. I'm like, wow, that's a that video was shot in an angle to make you look big. Um, but it, how do you, how do you, what's your approach when you're writing and delivery? Because it, it seems like you are assaulting the microphone, which is my preferred style. I don't, I don't really do the finessing too well. When you're in the booth or when you're mm. writing, how, what's your mindset when you're creating this? Because there seems to be a lot of a lot of energy of survival, a lot of energy of street knowledge and how to navigate the world there, but it comes off really strong in your performances when you create, where I can actually feel the essence of where you where you were growing up and the things that made you. How much is that just organic? How much of that is in your mindset when you're in the booth creating? Um, I think, I think it's... Uh... I think the way the way I formulate my shit is very organic. You know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, me and Ace, me and Ace definitely work on shit in different ways. Like either it'll be him sending in a beat, and I'll be in the stool and go off, or like me and him kind of building together. We build like a song concept or whatnot. But like, really overall, really overall, I just I I, I spit the shit that I want to hear. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, like aggressive music has always been my shit. And that's not to say that you can't be a 
you know, like a kind of a kind of smoother rapper, like you said, like kind of finessey shit like that. Like I still appreciate shit like that, but the shit that I really fucking always gravitated to was just that that raw, just that that disgusting type shit. So when I'm when I'm spitting, like I do have very different types of music also, but I think when me and Ace get together, it's really it's really what we talking about right now, that real like aggressive type like growl type shit. I think uh, I think it's just natural. When I hear Ace's beats, like I just I just it takes me to a certain place. So I'm already there. You know what I'm saying? I don't gotta take myself nowhere. But like when I hear his shit, I feel like it's fucking under a fucking under a fire escape somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Like I already Absolutely. feel that way. So when That's I already it's start gonna to be get great to write, summer music, it's gonna be great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Definitely, definitely. Oh, I agree. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? And, and like I'm just saying. so I think I'm already there when I hear the beat. Yeah, I'm already I'm ready to go to Coney Island and laugh at people who wear chancletas on the beach while I'm wearing Tim's. And I'm Brooklyn <laughs> like that. Brooklyn people <laughs> understand we don't wear chancletas in the beach. If you wear chancletas nah, oh, in the beach, you're not from Brooklyn. We wear Tim's in the I beach at all times. Unless you got unless people. you got tube socks. Unless you got tube socks. Yeah, you socks never supposed to if, if you got sandals without socks, you're not from over here. That's no. a fact. That's you're a not. fact. I, I had the uh, the privilege of hearing the album and digesting it for a few days, and one of the things that strikes me with the production, and I kind of get the also get that sense from uh, State of Emergency, is less is more. And Ace, uh, with Ace, especially your production, you're not trying to outproduce yourself or the MC. You're really it, it just comes off as your paint. You're giving a a backdrop where where Bob can do his thing and still shine. A lot of producers want to. I've always understood it from my history of hip hop is that good producers know how to highlight the MC, and yeah, your man. music is very sparse and and there's a lot of room there, a minimal approach to it, which makes me more uncomfortable. You know, in that production, a lot of people overproduce, but it seems like you leave the perfect landscape for Pup to come in and his voice, his unique voice to resonate. When you're making beats for him, are you creating something in, in your mind that fits him well? Or is it like you finish a track and be like, nah, this goes to him. This is perfect for him. Because every producer attacks things differently. Yeah, I'm never really like making beats necessarily with with anybody in mind in particular that's just kind of how it it tends to come out like that i mean like you said like that's a good observation man it took me a while to figure out that you're making like the, the the most technical beat you're probably fucking around and making a beat that like the rapper isn't gonna like you want to make a beat that highlights the rapper so it took a while to figure that out so yeah basically i'm just making beats with it in mind like someone's gonna have to rap over it like so don't do ten thousand three million sample chops going all over the place on some trying to be donut shit <laughs> and nobody can rap over it. Yeah, right. it's, it's definitely a time for that. Ace right? makes so, very Ace makes very, very, very rapper friendly beats. I mean I know that's exactly what you're saying, but yeah, Ace Ace's beats, I you know what I'm saying? I, I go through a I go through like a lot of beats and shit and just like like you saying, like producers just try to do too, too, too much so often that if you're trying to write a 16, you can't even get six bars in without the whole fucking scheme switching. 
And then you fuck, you know what I'm saying? And then at that point, you with the engineer trying to chop it up so much, it's not even they beat you no more, you know what I'm saying? And like Ace's samples are just so like cut so natural. That's, yeah, that's, I feel like it just really makes it easy, like you said, to just fucking paint over that canvas, you know? Yeah, yeah I just I, be trying I, to score horror movies. Like I just go into it like, would I like to see this in a horror movie? Facts. I definitely get that feeling. It's definitely in, in, in this project out tomorrow, by the way. Go get it. Yes, it, it. It's it's I get that vibe of besides the uncomfortable or I should not be walking late at night listening to this because I got I, it got me it gets me on high alert. But there's also like this very um, deliberate pacing, like you know the footsteps are getting closer, but you don't know from what direction. And for me, that's always <laughs> been hip hop. Like that's always been hip hop, especially '90s hip hop. Is 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 that where both of you um, will go yeah, with eight? Is oh, that yeah, where, like the biggest? I was just talking about this with somebody the other day. That like, like my favorite rappers, you don't know what the fuck they're gonna say until they say it. Like so many rappers, fucking my favorite rappers are the ones that they could have a scheme. You think you know what they're about to rhyme that word with? They not they going in a totally different direction, like. That's that's always been my favorite rappers that keep you on your toes. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's only there's only so much shit you could rhyme like really really rhyme with words. So when somebody really comes with some shit that you were like, yo, I would have never thought to say that shit. Like that's always been my favorite type of shit. So that's always what I try to bring to the table. You know what I'm saying? You don't know what the fuck I'm about to say. I, I one of the rappers that I grew up that I love, and I still digest their album and be like, oh okay was always liquid towards Jizza. Jizza had a way of oh, you? writing that made you, he didn't actually tell you everything he was doing, but he left enough clues to insinuate what he was doing. And that was the art of his, of his writing. Like he had a very, and he even said this before in an interview, a very Alfred Hitchcock approach where he doesn't show you like the murder, but he'll show you like- It's about the, the psychological buildup. Yeah. He'll show you the door with the blood coming from underneath the door and you know something bad happened, but you don't know what it is. And that was his approach to rhyming. Now, 2020, Jizza is trying to make us the smartest people on the world, and I'm good for that. And Netflix, <laughs> bring back Liquid Science, because that shit was dope. I don't know why you took it off Netflix. But bring back Liquid Science, please. That was a great damn show, you bastards. Put it back. Liquid science, if you haven't seen it, go find it. Ace, you have that horror background, um, or at least that influence. Like, where did that come from? Because I was like, I'm not a big horror guy because I find shit funny. I find people running away from a murderer that doesn't even run hilarious to me. And I think we're from Brooklyn, so I'm more of a fight than flight kind of person anyway. I'm not going to win no fights. I'm going to get my ass kicked. But you're going to have to fight me. To answer your question, um, I don't know, bro. Like, I'm just a big fan of horror movies, and I think horror movies get overlooked for, like, the, the, the role that the music itself plays in the horror movie, right? Like, I could, I could show you a horror movie scene with some goofy fucking music, and it will look it will look funny as shit. But if I put, like, some strings that, like, make it seem like, you know, the killer's about to pop out at any moment, it's a whole different thing, but it's the same exact footage. And and that's the art of, of production, right? Like finding those moments yeah. that can evoke 
of feeling. And uh, I'm a big fan of loops. I, I, I like a good loop, but sometimes loops don't make me feel anything. Like, I want to be uncomfortable. I, I like my music to make me uncomfortable. Uh, I don't know why. I don't know if that's a defect in my body or something, but I like to be uncomfortable. Like, I got to speed walk out the subway to my house. That's what I know. Um, saying that, the, when you're composing this project, what was the process like? Is it going back and forth, sending beats? How? What was that process like? Because I'm always curious about how people... Um, yo, I mean, me and Ace, like, yeah, we, we, we do shit differently. Uh, honestly, I'm a very, very, very fucking impatient person. And I, I hate, like, getting in the studio with a producer and watching them build the beat. Like, that's just, like, a big pet peeve to me. Not that I haven't done it, not that it hasn't come out really, really dope, but I'm just such, like, I just want to, like, hit a beat. All right, that one. All right, next. Not that one. Next. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, me too. honestly, it, it wasn't a lot of, like, building the beats in front of me. Ace kind of does that Yeah, because I don't even like to do that either for the same reason. Like, yo, I know this person is bored as fuck sitting here in the background listening to me fucking around with the same sample chops and, like, like, you know what I mean? I want to sit there and be able to take my time with it, like, not self-consciously, like, oh, shit, I should probably get going now on this beat. So, <laughs> so it was a lot of just... I have four different versions of our project because that sounds like... I've, I'm so used to just hearing the end product that this is my first time going through the creation side of it, and I did not realize, like, the amount of feedback and edit... I have to give people then I have three four five six different versions of one song and I'm like well how do I release it oh. I like all of them oh hey. yo we we probably yo facts like our mixes I yo me and Ace probably probably have 20 mixes of each of these tracks easy some of them some of them definitely more you know what I'm saying like Really, just the recording. Once all the recording's done, it's like a big exit. It's like, yeah, like, yo, we just got this shit done. But then you realize that there's just, like, more than half the work hasn't even fucking been done yet to make that mix sound right. You know what I'm saying? And I know me and Ace, especially, we're both, like, big fucking perfectionists. So, fucking, I, if I hear one fucking click I don't like in a song, or if I think, like, the sample isn't loud enough, you know what I'm saying? Like, anything, like... Anything very, very minor, like we always, we always brushing it up, brushing it up, brushing it up, you know? Like, yeah. yo, nothing's ever perfect. Even shit I put out that I thought it was perfect when I was putting it out, now I listen back. And I'm like, ah, I could have definitely done whatever there, you know what I'm saying? Just like switch it up a little bit. But, um. That, I have that same feeling and I haven't, I don't know how to deal with it. And I have like shit that played on Hot 97. I'm like, I wish that didn't play. I wish they never played that. And I'll be like, like I should be happy, but I'm not happy because it's like, exactly. I released it and I was like, I was happy when I released it. And then when I heard it on the air, I'm like, oh, I should have done this differently. Oh, I should have Exactly, exactly. And, it, and then it'd be like, you know, this fuck is making music, bro. It. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, if you're new to the Crush A Lot podcast, uh, consider subscribing. Consider it. You don't have to. Honestly, don't care if you do, you don't. Most important, though, is hit the link below and go check out the project. 
That is the most important thing for me. Very sucio muy picante. Available Los tomorrow. Um, I have a question since you are the cold cut king, you know. Um, you know, you know I'm from Sunset Park, Sunset Park Deli, best sandwiches in Brooklyn easily. Um, and they closed down recently, so shout out to them. Now, mm. what what but what's that cold cut sandwich that you that's what what's your go-to? What's your go-to sandwich there? Like, yo, what's the sandwich? What's your go-to cold cut sandwich? Go-to, yo, that's yo. Honestly, we gonna need a whole different podcast for this. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say you 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 just opened the whole fucking yeah, portal. The you port- said twenty-five minutes. We could have gone. We could have gone fucking an hour twenty-five on this. Just but, on uh, sandwiches. Nah. <laughs> yeah. Nah. Fucking. I could. I could go. My one of my go-tos is just like the honey turkey. With uh, with mayo, with uh, I like like a cheddar, either like a cheddar or mozzarella. You yep. get uh, I go I go lettuce and onions, no tomato, no tomato. Sometimes Ever. if I feel a little funky, I put a little brown mustard or some avocado or some shit like that. But yo, if we talking just like real shit, like that's it, that's it. So I, you need. I, I need a hero with hot pastrami and Swiss. With honey mustard. That's another one. Not regular mustard. Mm. It has to be honey mustard, and a little bit of the Thousand Islands. And I'm, I'm, uh, I could, I'll nap for hours after that. Like, don't even wake me up. Don't just leave me alone. Facts. Just leave me alone. Facts. Facts. Yo, that's it. That's it. Yo, there's a lot of classics. You know what I'm saying? We could go in right now. No, we could definitely go in. Crush a lot podcast. Pup style. Ace face. Project out tomorrow, or if you're listening to it on a Friday right now, very sucio mupacante available on all streaming services. Right, it's going to be out on everywhere. Um, and go go check out State everywhere, of Emergency as well. Everywhere, go check out the State of Emergency as well. A solid, yeah, state of emergency. Uh, a solid EP that came out earlier in the year that really captivated my imagination and may, maybe you'll see pub on the compilation we'll see we're gonna we're gonna talk after that because I do have a spot left on the, on the project <laughs> because MCs Let's are get not, busy bro MCs are not always good with deadlines that's what I've learned producers are great with deadlines compilations clicking right now nah stop it bro stop it I'm getting that, I'm getting that <laughs> sent right back to you <laughs> yo Everybody else, yo, be safe out there. Try your best to practice social distancing if you can. Um, but remember, hip hop is built on unity. It's built on rebelling towards the system. So we all, I'm all for that. Just make sure you do it safe um, and keep and don't let up. Don't let up. Don't let up. We got we got their we got our foot right where we need it to be. Keep that pressure up. But also be smart and safe about it. We appreciate everyone. Everyone. And uh, we'll catch you on the next episode. Go check out the last episodes with Midas the Beast and uh, other people that I forgot because of my old age. But go hit those links. And we got more coming up with uh, Smith & Wesson and a bunch of other Brooklyn. We're going to do Brooklyn a lot this summer. We appreciate everyone. Catch you on the next episode.